Howdy, craft beer lovers. Welcome to the Hop and Barrel Happy Hour. I'm Brian. And I'm Justin. We are here with producer Casey. Hello. And we got a full house again. We got the meat boy himself, Anthony Reams. Hello. And Mike Fredrickson. Hello. And Mike Ficino. Say hello. 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 <laughs> yes, from Pitchfork Brewing. And uh, of course, Meat Boy is from uh, the uh, RJ's Meats in town. Uh, but the Hop and Barrel Happy Hour is brought to you by Blind Ninja Studios in beautiful River Falls, Wisconsin. Before we get started, we'd like to give a shout out to the Black Belt patrons Andy Thompson, Bjorn Bjornson, Tyler Romanski, Brian Jones, Devin Stinson, Phil Feldman, and Hop and Barrel. You can support Blind Ninja Studios at Patreon at patreon.com backslash Blind Ninja Studios or by following the patron link at the bottom of the homepage at blindninjastudios.com. So this is episode 23, and this will include news and updates about the Hop and Barrel Brewery from March 14th to uh, March 27th, and I guess, you know, here, we have our special guests, uh, we, you know, curiously, Tan Matt was supposed to be here, but at the top of the show, we like to crack open a beer. Oh, the fudge. <laughs> Damn it. All right, well. Mike sealed it too good. Yeah, you did too good of a job canning this. <laughs> we actually carved that one. Yeah, no. Yeah. We need another one rolling around? Probably not. No, I'm good. So we're, we are uh, cracking open the Super Hopper Double IPA, 9% 90 IBU. Uh, delicious double IPA made by Mike Fredrickson and Pitchfork. Thank you. We're pouring that. We're passing it around, and it is pouring golden yellow. A little bit of ooh, almost almost goes to copper. Uh, very nice uh, white head uh, that's sticking around. Aroma is hops because this is a double IPA. <laughs> uh, Mike, do you want to tell us a little bit about Super Hopper? Yeah. So the the hops that you should be getting on the nose is the uh, Oblenda Cascades uh, whole cone and and uh, the USDA 074 that I think they just gave a name to. That's okay. Whatever it is. Both are whole cone. Yeah, that's pretty unique. Not a lot of breweries use whole cone. Um, uh, do you are you using that exclusively, or have you switched over to pellet at all? Um, in in this one, uh, I burned up some pellets that I had for bittering. Okay. Um, but normally, yes, everything is all whole cone. That's super unique. I really like that. Um, that's kind of been your mo the whole. The whole time, and you guys yeah. have been around for how long now? Oh, eight and a half years now. <laughs> yeah, we came it, up with it shows. A, we no, came up scared. with a with a, a little idea when we uh, moved over to the new system. Okay, and uh, went from the hand stir to the machine stir. And there you go. We came up with a way to do the whole cone, so we could continue to do it. Okay, cool. That's a cool deal at the brewery there. Um, Justin, any thoughts? Anybody? Any thoughts on the beer? I think it's pretty tasty. Great. You uh, you know how I feel about these like just regular ass IPAs, so I'm I'm happy. <laughs> no. Brian, I, I don't understand. I, I can see I through can see it. Through. Oh my god! <laughs> what, a, what a novel uh, what a novel deal. No, I'm I'm really digging this one, and I I love the bitterness level. You build it as ninety, and it's um, definitely bites, but it's a really approachable bite. Right, it's still uh, abrasive. Still yeah, it's got a balance to it for sure. So there's I I think that's maybe the 074 mellows it out a little bit. Yeah, it does have a nice characteristic to it. I, I I've liked that and we've done a few smashes with it and that kind of thing, so it's it's a nice hop. Sweet. Yeah. Very pleasing. Awesome. So moving on, uh, we're gonna work work on our industry terms section. So some terms that we have done are TTB, Tax Trade Bureau, uh, International Bitterness Units, worked barrels versus case equivalents, attenuation, isomerization, malt, milling, cracking, malting. And going from grain to glass now, today we're going to move on to mash 
enzyme conversions, and so Let's we'll... do the monster. <laughs> no, again, <laughs> no. No, we're not doing that. Oh. It's not even that time of year, and... Even, even Anthony's, like, Anthony shame. didn't like it. Wow. Oh, oh man. <laughs> <laughs> He's the only approval I wanted. Oh, and I like everything. <laughs> Oh, boy, he's not going to slap your ham this year. Anyway, uh, so <laughs> milling, uh, let's see, what do we do? <laughs> mash enzyme conversion. Justin, you want to start us off on what? what is mash enzyme conversion? Like, what are we talking about here? Yeah, three different things. We really wasn't a good way in, in terms of this podcast to separate these three things out without just talking about them all together. But mm-hmm. uh, mash is where a lot of the work goes on. This is where, as we've been talking the last couple of times about the malt and the cracking and the milling, uh, this is where you take those starches and you convert them to sugars. That's the simplest way to put it. How do we do that? With enzymes. Okay. And the process of doing that is called conversion. So well, where do the enzymes the come from? The enzymes are just naturally in the malt uh, itself anyway. Okay. Is that a result of the um, uh, the malting that that occurs or is it in there already? They're in there already. The That's actually a good question. The malting does uh, accentuate them, but they're in there all the time. There's enzymes okay. pretty much in, I mean, any any food you eat that's going to be digested has enzymes in it. Your stomach does too. We're just um, okay. controlling that process instead of letting them degrade into nothing. We're controlling that process and uh, activating certain enzymes at certain temperatures to get the beer to act in a certain way. Got it. And so this conversion, the the enzyme is nature's catalyst. And so what the enzyme does is it converts, helps to convert the, you know, the, the malt into sugar, uh, which is in the water solution. And then, you know, we talk more about down the line what we do with that sugar water called wort, which we've actually talked about. But this will give us these different lengths large and small of sugar chains, larger ones the yeast won't metabolize and the smaller ones they want to go for first. So that's a little bit about the way mash, enzyme, and conversion goes. Any final thoughts, anybody? Yeah, I mean, yeah, without getting too complicated mm-hmm. for it, you know, certain ones get activated at certain temperatures that, that do certain things for, you know, for what you're trying to achieve out of it. So, you know, and a lot of that kind of depends on the modification of the malt and all that kind of stuff of what, you know, mash schedule that you can use to, you know, try to, you know, try to help your beer get a little better. Right. Very good ad. Um, I guess one, one other thing I would, I would say is, uh, like what, what's, what's, what's the thing that you always say, Brian? Um, high temperature, more alcohol, more. less temp, M A L T. So more alcohol, you make a lower, lower mash temp, um, you know, and higher little, you know, you, yeah. So less, and you, so less you fermentable more body in the yeah. beer if you. If it's you it's will. a trade off on everything, and you're trying to balance that. So if you have like a big chewy beer, you can usually assume that they're using a higher mash temp. Right, and sometimes you want that, sometimes you don't. Which is counterintuitive. What you think the the bigger, darker body your beers are actually making less alcohol in that mash. You have to add more malt to get the alcohol, but uh, that's that's the way the enzymes crumble. Yeah, and that goes back to your sugar chains, really. No, no, Justin, those are cookies. Oh, <laughs> those are cookies. There are some uh, delicious cookies uh, that Mr. Casino brought us. <laughs> <laughs> There's no sugar in them. Can I? What? Well, there is. <laughs> I'm not eating them if there's not. Well, then I'm not going to convert mean, I, those cookies. I mean, I was fooled. <laughs> 
Oh boy! All right, good times uh, in the in uh, the uh, industry term section. Moving on, sales news. Uh, we've got the uh, Ziggy's in Stillwater has been a good partner for us. Boy, that's a loud noise. The dog's not barking, but he's doing something up there. Uh, Ziggy's Carlos. Stillwater uh, will be sponsoring their karaoke event every Tuesday night. So check out Ziggy's in Stillwater for their karaoke. Um, I'm a fan. Um, Moving on, the uh, St. Cloud Bowling League uh, on Wednesday night. Uh, March 16th, we're going to have the Great River Bowl and uh, Partners Pub uh, House IPA. Uh, So the House IPA there um, is uh, made by us. It is Crooked Grin, and they uh, be loving it up there for the bowling league. So we'll be up there handing out swag and throwing some... uh, What's a good slang term, Anthony, for a bowling ball? Um... Rocks, yeah, throwing, throwing, throwing the rocks, some rocks. Ro- yeah. rolling them Roll. ro- rocks. Yep, Knock, knocking, perfect. Knocking pins, knocking pins. Perfect. That's a good. Yeah. All right, glad we got uh, that we go. going. Yep, going March sixteenth. If you're yeah, in St. Cloud, don't come and knock some pins with rocks. You can do that with us. I mean, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I got nothing else going on Wednesday. <laughs> you were going to add something? Witty, no, I, I, I guess I, not. I wanted to, but I just realized it was weird enough. Sounds it was like a little bit of hybrid curling. Oh. You'll find a, uh, it's hybrid. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> moving on, taproom news specific to Hudson. Hudson, uh, we are doing another wrestling event, which these have turned out to be just totally crazy. And I'm surprised they didn't destroy the skee ball machine last time because there was definitely a no, wrestling no, fight on the skee ball machine. Uh, moving the arcade out of the room for more room. That's probably year. a good yeah, plan. Probably a good idea. That is going down on March 19th. Double, uh, double header, actually. Yeah. Yeah, 5 to 7 and then 9 to 11. Um, from what we're told, there's going to be a couple different vibes. The early show is going to be very family-friendly, and uh, the 9 o'clock one, don't bring the kids. Don't bring the kids. There might be some swears. We don't know. Yeah. Uh, but that is on March 19th at Hop and Barrel. I believe it will be. It is indoors again, which is interesting uh, because we have had one outside and one inside. Um, and, and it's uh, they both uh, popped off really well. Now, uh, moving on, double IPA fest, which hopefully you guys will have some beer for us still. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, Casey's real happy. Double so. IPA fest last year was oh, the best. Was epic. Um, we'll uh, March twenty sixth once once again we'll have uh, Pita Pit food truck. Um, breweries are uh, well a lot of them. So for sure, Pitchfork. Uh, there we go. Oliphant, uh, Pitchfork, Rush River, Liftbridge, Earthrider, MKE, uh, Brewing Project, Bloomer Brewing, and The Garage are some breweries that we have reached out to. Uh, next episode, we'll be able to give you a more succinct, um, like, exact Amundo, who is for sure going to be there yeah, with beer. We're going to be a little more picky this year and not compromise and stick to double IPAs. So may have a f- couple fewer breweries than last year, but they will be all double IPAs this year. Lovely. Uh, moving on, Spring Valley news. So big time St. Patrick's Day party on March 19th. Uh, backtracking, there will be green beer at both breweries. <clears throat> um, yeah, we're doing that again, I guess. It's a thing. It's a thing. Is uh, it a green hazy? I never did a thing. Mm. No. <laughs> no. Maybe we'll have the hazy black IPA on, too. Yeah. <laughs> and you can just say it's green, but the dye didn't show? Didn't right. show. Yeah. <laughs> really yeah. dark green. Wait till it comes out. This came from... Uh, <laughs> have another until you see green. Uh, this came from Linda Blair's yeah. mouth. Oh. oh what? 
Anyway, <laughs> more more brewery news. This month's uh, this month's uh, new beer uh, release in a can is our Mexican lager, Mucho Ojos. Uh, was <laughs> what are you pumping fists for? It doesn't. It's not a cookie you, beer. It's not a chocolate cake flavored beer. Or, <laughs> this is French toast flavored beer for that man. I don't know what you, you, you like you regular know, beer. Yeah, I, I yeah that regular beer. Okay. Wow. Yeah, all right. You knew this. Yeah, not going to be as salty as the thing you had before. Yeah. <laughs> well, then I'll bring my own shaker. Yeah. You can <laughs> and, I will, and I will shake it. I mean, you beer. could just gar- garnish it with ham. <laughs> Maybe I will. You know, like you do. Again, yeah. He's got a beer in one hand Noted and a rock garnish. in the other. He's ready to go. Or salt pork. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it always makes a nice garnish, too, you'll find. Great, name. Great name for a beer, by the way. Yeah. Off air, we decided ham is one of the best garnishes there it is. is. Yeah, yeah, it, it is. is. Yeah. A wheel of ham on your shit. I figured it would be ranch dressing. Uh, Dry uh, mix. Yeah, it's, 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 it's rimmed yeah, with like it's a ranch rim. rim. Ranch rim. <laughs> Jeez. All right. So pitchfork, <laughs> the fellas are here. The mics. Uh, tell us a little bit about pitchfork. So you guys were next to Patty Ryan's pub off exit four, and you moved to seven four five Ryan Drive. Pretty much right across the street. right across the street. <laughs> yeah, and we had to go through the whole license thing all over again because oh, we moved yeah. across the street. That's, so. that's great. But, it sounds uh, like a lot of fun and paperwork, huh? Yeah, well, yeah. it wasn't too bad. We uh, also at the time decided that we were going to flip our license from full-on brewery to brew pub. Brew pub, got it. So, you know, basically in Wisconsin, that's we get to have wine and whiskey. That's awesome. That's a good a yeah. good spin. Yeah. Um, so tell me about your pizza. It's some of the best that I've had. Like, what, what went into that? Um, well... Mike and my my chef Paul, who used to be my chef when I had Patty Ryan's Irish Pub. Okay, um, I stole him away from a place up north, and Doink. he came back. Mike uh, and Paul went over with some ideas over to uh, um, kitchen over at one of our food suppliers and did some sampling of some ideas to see if it would work. Um, I had a recipe for a uh, not a, really a crust, but something I used to do at my house, and I brought it in one day with Mike, and I had put some other ingredients in it he brought a pizza yeah, oven just a big stone fire domed, pizza oven. you know pizza we oven. set it up in the old brewery right next to the hood right next to Perfect. the to the barrels and we uh did a test run on it to see what would happen uh, once we got it really hot is it gonna like totally go go south or is it gonna hold up and it held up so, so we're talking about the crust on the crust. Yeah. 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 What, what is you just making that with spent grain then? Or? Oh, yeah. Okay. We got a little spent grain in it. Got some other herbs in it. It's basically a non-bread recipe. And I took it and modified it to make the crust. And um, it's got yogurt in it, by the way. So it's oh, a healthy wild. crust. Cool. Yeah. Nope. Healthy. Oh, yeah. 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 Exciting stuff. So it worked out really well. I mean, it was uh, one of the first things. Then the second thing we had a hurdle we had to do was to figure out how we were going to produce them. Because we aren't set up to do that in our kitchen. So okay. we uh, were able to uh, hook up with uh, Bread Art in Bayport, and uh, they basically par-bake them for us. Cool. And my nice. our idea was to have a kitchen that was a quick turnaround. We didn't want to have to go through the whole process of, you know, throwing the dough in the air and doing That's all that. That's really thing. important. Yeah. 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 So to be able to flip it was the key, and it worked out well. And Mike and Chef Paul came up with a... Had some ideas when they went over, and they did some samples on them, and they worked out really well. And 
Um, we just yeah, I, we just went for yeah, it. I you mean, got the smoker out back. Yeah, too. there's a ton of personal touches that go into it. Yeah, you know, always. We, we do our we pickle our own pickles and pickle our own onions and you know make a lot of our own sauces and then we smoke all the meats that go on the pizzas. You know, and it's every week. Yeah. Like no, yeah, I always turns and see the fresh. smoker going yeah. up there. Yeah, so. You know, and then a couple things that happened was this thing called COVID. Oh, so no. Three weeks after we opened the new brewery on St. Patrick's <laughs> Day. It was three weeks. Yeah. Three yeah. weeks. Oh, on St. Patrick's Day, we had to shut her down oh, at 5 o'clock. And then uh, Mike's wife uh, that night uh, put an app up online for us to do online ordering because we were still in the infancy of getting everything kind of figured out, you know. Yeah. Uh, what's going to work, what's not going to work. And uh, I don't know, Mike and I just said, okay, let's, we're doing this on the menu. In the meantime, because we know that we could do the work to do it. So he right. used to work in the kitchen. I used to work in the kitchen. So, um, yeah, we just streamlined everything and then make the best went. of it. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. It was, it was fine. I mean, we, aside from the fact that we spent a lot of quality time <laughs> together every time. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so, but I mean, it was, you know, we, it worked out. You yeah, know, okay. we had a, we've got that window that goes off our, off of our kitchen to service the patio so it was a perfect pickup oh, yeah. spot so nope. people would pick their time and we could hand their pizzas and yeah. everything right out the window i went so. there several times when it was closed and there was a window yeah. or well the inside was closed rather yeah. there's a window and had pizza and yeah. beer. i just remember seeing stacks of like people just walking away with like yeah. stacks yeah. of pizza. it was cool <laughs> so we come we didn't have our our little two two seamer up set up so we were still doing crawler cans so in the morning we'd come in mike and i'd fill cans and then at some point I'd break away and go in and kind of get things prepped and get ready to go. And he'd be labeling and then turn the thing on and sell everything and come back again at nine in the morning and do it again. There were a couple times where it got a little hairy where <laughs> our wives got involved, Ooh, yeah. which, uh, you know, wasn't what we intended when we started the whole project, but right. it worked out well. We needed um, help, though, at that point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I bet. That That's, was just uh, to keep the knives away from each other. No, right. um, put that down. Put that down. No, you put it down. So we then, then I, don't know, we, I don't know where we came up with the idea, but along the way, when we were doing it together, we decided maybe we should do a couple specials. So we started to do that idea. And for some reason, the specials always seem to be a sandwich that's now a pizza. <laughs> so we went we started with a taco and then we started with uh what did we do next uh bacon uh, cheeseburger and french so dip there's a french dip, philly a that i've had yeah, yeah, yeah. philly there's so, a cubano that i've had yeah, a cubano. that was a good one too pork slovaki yeah. same yeah. kind of thing so mm -hmm. it seems to work out so now we're going to try something different i think this week which will be not sandwich and not pizza related, but it'll be something else on a pizza. So Ooh. look forward to seeing that. It'll be out probably, uh, probably put a post up Thursday on it. So. Okay. Awesome. Cool. And you can check them out on social media at? Uh, we're on Instagram, Facebook thing. And then we've got our websites, uh, pitchforkbrewing.com. So there you go. All right. Thank you guys. Thank, for thank you. Appearing on the microphones. I want to, before we get out of here, I'm going to make a quick note that uh, Curiously Tan Matt is not here. <laughs> He's not here. I was told he was going to be here. 
Is he tanning? Is he's, that why he's not uh, here? I think the door got locked on the booth. <laughs> <laughs> We're expecting a very seriously tanned man. Yeah. <laughs> sounds about right. Oh, brother. Another another one in the books, folks. Thanks for listening. Um, we really appreciate it. Uh, if you have any questions or comments or what have you, send it. Uh, send us an email at info at blind and just... I'm sorry, geez. Info at hopandbarrelbrewing.com. All you got to do is read it. We right? don't have an info it's website. Right, it's right in front of you. Email. So you can find our beer in, in uh, northwestern Wisconsin and all around the Twin Cities area. If your local establishment doesn't have our beer on tap or on the shelf, please ask them. This really helps us out because, unfortunately, we cannot ship beer to individuals. You can find Hop and Barrel on Facebook at Hop and Barrel Brewing. And follow us on Instagram at Hop and Barrel. You can also send a message of feedback at BlindNinjaStudios.com and find them on Facebook at Facebook.com backslash BlindNinjaStudios. And follow us on Twitter, not Twitter, Twitter, at BlindNinja underscore Ninja. Is that two N's or two I th- T's? I thought two you ends. said follow two us on Tinder. <laughs> <laughs> now, Brian's on Grinder. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Good episode, guys. <laughs> <laughs>